Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. A little premature on the fade out, huh, buddy? Sorry. <laughs> you blew it. Hello and welcome to episode. <laughs> you blew it. Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast we discuss Star Wars, Yoda Public, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, kind of blowing the sliders, bro, is my co-host, Will. Say hello, buddy. Well, at least I didn't screw the intro. Well, it was a brief. It, it was your fault. All right, blame it on me. Instigated. Anyway, we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you got? Um, well, dinner tonight, I enjoyed another one of those uh, Ninkasi Brewing Company's Pilsners, which was yummy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be drinking a Diet Pepsi during the show, but you've put a little glass in front of me with something yeah. in it. Why don't you tell uh, the yeah, fun some, what Sometimes I like doing this to him. I, I give him a little taste of what I'm drinking, and I'm going to hold up the camera here. This is Mad River Brewing Company. I've had this before, and it's pretty intense. It's Humboldt Brownie is what they call it. It's a double brown ale. So it's not necessarily a IPA, but it is a very high alcohol content brown ale. And I, I like brown ales. I just don't drink it very much. Um, oh, I like brown ales as well. I mean, one of my favorite beers is Newcastle. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge we fan. We drank a lot of Newcastle back in the day, though. We did. And I'm not a huge fan of their, their Caledonian ale, the one that's uh, infused with the the whis- the uh, the scotch. Oh, no. That one? That one I like. That one I didn't care for. I did like the, the, uh, the, the werewolf one, though. Mm. That's uh, kind of an amber brown ale. It's kind of cool. Um, I'm a little worried about this one though, because it's a humble brownie. Does that mean it's THC infused? Nope. Uh, so cheers. Because you know, it's if, not. It, if it is, you know that you know that's gonna make me sick as a dog all weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, cheers. It's not the thing you said. Oh, are we doing that? Cheers, my friend. Since we're actually facing each other. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a nice pointer. Yes, it was. What do you think? Um. It actually is very similar to to Newcastle. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a little bit um you can taste a little bit hoppier to it because Indeed. it is humble, but I I could probably drink it. It it's a mess at ten percent though. Oh, I'm gonna drink it. <laughs> no, it's not ten. I thought you nine. said ten. Nine percent. Nine percent. Okay, it's just a nine percent. No big deal. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, JT saying our sitting arrangement looks great. Uh, we have not moved. He just moved the. No, so I'll get to that in a minute. Okay, uh, so let's let's enter the show. So before we start, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am Darth Pops on Twitter. Will can be found at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. So we haven't had uh, any ratings at all in months so it'd be really cool if we get some somewhere so um actually you know oh, we have no go. i'm saying we haven't but i would like to say thank you again to my brother who is in the chat right now i don't want to thank him um hey steve because he was our very first rating on itunes indeed and um so be cool if we that had was more. a good two years ago thanks buddy thanks buddy you're all right um so yeah if you f- see us if you see us on the social medias please uh give us a like and share us and we have the timestamps in the show notes of course uh if you're not in a slow tour we don't have a ton of slow tour this week um but you can jump around we have pop culture and star wars to cover this week as well and um thanks to the chat room thanks for the folks that are there okay I appreciate you can that. tell this is good i'm leaning okay. the brownie out of the side and yeah. you can see the foam oh, it's intense it's an intense foam it's great so are you good on that I finally give him a beer he likes, everybody. Witnesses, chat room, you're witnessing it. Just like they're <laughs> witnessing your lack of tabs tonight? Look, I am down to like three tabs. I'm I'm very impressed with you. I actually haven't. I'm a little twitchy. 
<laughs> and that's not because we're on Twitch. It's I'm, just, I'm, you're, I'm you're a little, little tabby. I'm like, well, I, I should check my other tabs, but I'm, I'm working through my, my issues. Our, thankfully, our community, uh, I put a picture. I was kind of drunk the other night for during WOG. <laughs> or it was after we recorded. Yeah, it was WOG. I think I put a, a picture of all the tabs I had up on my, yeah, people thought I had a problem. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking at the tabs and you can't even see more than one letter to know what the tab is. Yeah. That's a I know what they are. And I think that's a problem. But that's a whole nother issue. <laughs> but what's kind of cool is that people were supporting me. They were like, you know what? It's going to be okay, buddy. You know? We're going to have to get you to Tabaholics Anonymous. But I did name the last episode Too Many Tabs. You did. It came and up I, a couple times. You know, the, the first, because usually. It's to break my addiction. You know, for two years, you kind of were sending me, you know, suggestions on show titles and, yeah. uh, um, you know, you've actually become more confident. They're they're good titles, and you know, I didn't see it this week until my phone started downloading <laughs> it. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yep, to me, tabs. All right, man. So, Star Wars: The Republic. Absolutely. I don't know where the bumpers. Where are. are your bumpers? Oh wait. Yeah, you have a job. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you, if you will only kneel. So speaking of fading out, because you seem to get in the fader here, you give me also a weird look. But what I'm saying is, I actually built a fade out into all the bumpers. FYI. Yeah, well, your fade outs are dumb, though. <laughs> anyway, we have some... Mine are <laughs> real. They're <laughs> in the moment. Ugh. All right. At the top of the community shoutouts, I want to thank um, our awesome friends in our community, uh, JT and Mox in particular. They've been really helping us out as far as um, getting give, through our Twitch twitches. Yeah, giving us little our Twitch glitches, our Twitchy Twitch glitches. Um, Try and help us out with some of the streaming parts of it. Right? Yes, and also want to thank Kid Lee as well um, for trying to help me out. And I'll get to that in, in a minute. As far as well, and thanks for streaming. sharing our stream too. No, absolutely, hosting so, it. So thanks for uh, uh, doing that, but. Really what I want to say is JT and Mox have some really good suggestions for us. And one of the main ones was, uh, <laughs> the way we had our cameras. Yes. On, on the live stream. Um, we were guests looking away from each other. Well, it wasn't the cameras. It was I the way that you had the placement that you had them in the Twitch. Right. So I was looking away from you. I was constantly looking at whatever you were. Whatever we were promoting that week. Oh, I see. Like, if if you hadn't changed it, I'd be looking directly at Archer right now. Uh, I get it. Okay. But now, so, I'm, now I'm looking at you. It's adorable. <laughs> so thanks for that, and I, and I really do appreciate that. Um, Let's talk about our contest, too. Absolutely. Hashtag Switch or Superhero. And we got some really cool entries. We did. They're, they're really fun. Yeah. So keep those coming. Um, We will be tweeting that as well. And again, we just want to see your Star Wars The Old Republic characters dressed up as your favorite fandom. So anything from the Hulk to freaking Santa Claus to, I don't know, Doctor Who. What else have we got? Agents uh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange. All that kind of stuff. Wonder so. Woman. Yeah. So. What were oh, Smurf. If you could do a Smurf. Dude, I did Musco Smurf. You remember? did, but... It, uh, you weren't feeling it? All right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So make sure you uh, we have it till the end of the month. But we've got two more weeks in our contest, and uh, all you need to do is either email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on uh, Twitter and uh, hashtag Sotor Superhero. Well, hopefully Kelly can help me out with that, because I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Um, maybe we're not doing something right. 
Are we blowing it again? Uh, we might not be doing it right, but we're definitely having a fun. Oh, dude. If we're not having a fun. We're doing it wrong. Don't get me started. Okay, so uh, hashtag super, uh, uh, SWOTOR superhero. We got that covered. Um, what else? Oh, so there's another contest running very similarly. Uh, SWOTORista. Um, is it SWOTORista? Uh, let me open this. I'm pretty sure it's SWOTORista. So uh, Brian from Bad Feeling Podcast texted me. And um, yeah, it's SWOTORista. Uh, she's doing a contest on her website. Um, and I have a link in the show notes. I love all the community stuff. And she's looking for people to dress up their SWOTOR tunes as members of Star Wars Rebels. That's cool. So is, love- does she specifically just want the ghost crew or? Yeah, I'm not, I, you know, honestly. Because honestly, I would, I would actually restart an agent character from level one and create an agent callous character. Yeah, it says the, the, each main character wants. So you can submit for a total of five entries. So Ezra, Sabine, Kanan, Hera, and Zeb. I want to do Agent Callus. Well, because the mutton chops, dude. But I uh, know, right? <laughs> those are some epic chops. He's got that. some epic mu- mutton chops. <laughs> All right, man. So also we have um, something else in the community I thought was cool because we have that crazy CXP event going on right now. I know. So much CXP. And I'm sure this helps some of the people who are already on, well on their way. But um, Mox... <laughs> Put a tweet out, and I have a link in the show notes uh, to take a guess, since we're talking about contests, take a guess at his what's in his 300th uh, command crate. He's already hit it, and I don't think he's opened it yet. Yeah, well, I, th- I remember he did the same thing with his 200s, correct? Right. And this is on the Guild website, so he says, up to five entries per player, you must name exactly what's in the crate, um, general items like command, uh, gifts, pets, speeders, and rep items, that's all you need to say. Um, armor weapon shells, you must state the type. So whether it's going to be a belt or a sniper rifle, etc. Okay. Yeah. Um, so all the details are here in the show notes. It's pretty darn cool. So I would definitely get into that. I mean, that's, that's a, I mean, look, if you've been opening as many crates as we have lately, you could probably guess pretty well. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be down to like five different possibilities. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, best of luck on all those contests and yes. definitely enter ours because, uh, yeah, seriously, if you're going to enter one, enter them all. Did you talk about the prizes in ours? I did not. Oh. I just mentioned how so the, to enter. Yeah, so the prizes in ours, we have a um, Smuggler's Bounty crate. Uh, well, a Smuggler's Bounty, what do you call it? I guess a crate. Smuggler's yeah, so, Bounty so box. Crate, yeah. Bounty box. Um, socks from Pippi's Long Stockings. We have some awesome um, uh, Star Wars socks. Also, we have 450 cartel coins, 30 days sub time. So um, as of right now, everybody's winning a prize. So definitely enter. Yeah, definitely. So here we are. Anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. What'd you do in game this week, buddy boy? Um, I actually didn't spend a lot of time in game, but I I decided to like, kind of go back to my roots. My very first uh, main that I ever did back in beta, the one that I had to get rid of at the beginning was a bounty hunter. So I was like, okay, well, my main now is a sniper rifle, uh, a sniper, but I just said, you know, I want to play a bounty hunter for a while. So I've got my bounty hunter at 70 already, but he was kind of stuck in the middle of chapter 10 of coffee. Yeah. So I just went back and I played about an hour uh, a couple days ago until the power went out at school. Yeah, that happened. And um, well, not the power; the internet went out at school. Because yes, I do play it on my work computer. Um, Lucky. Well, it's I I have the nice benefit that I actually work in a computer lab that has decent uh, stuff. Plus, it has a great connection, and uh, I have downtime off the clock. So yeah. that's the important part. Um, but so it's kind of cool. So I was playing that and. Uh, I got to recruit Eric Jorgen, and then the Wi-Fi went out. Nice. That's but it. it's cool. I'm, it's kind of nice to kind of do it as a different character, because once I was trying to make sure, as you heard a couple weeks ago, I was talking about how I'm trying to get all my companions to a 1,000 kills. 
Um, well, I, when I went through with my sniper storyline, I there's a couple of a couple of characters I didn't recruit. No. Um, so I need to go back through and make sure I recruit them. Uh, by the way, how are you feeling about the command XP boost stuff going on? Did you or you were leveling mostly though? No, I was already leveled up. Yeah. So I was at seventy. So I got a. I was able to get. I think one command level. Okay. Um. But because it was, it was. Uh. And I hadn't actually finished the chapter yet. Oh, gotcha. Um. But okay. I was just getting command XP from killing like uh elites and and stuff like that. I gotcha. Um. So yeah. So I'm sure it will give me a big bump because this will be my first time through chapter eleven. Yeah. On so that'll be a huge uh, CXP boost. Cool, man. Uh, I want to talk about Wog really quickly. We did. Uh, oh. What do we do? KP? Oh, nice. Yeah, we did KP. Uh, I want to say it was me and JT were tanking. Um, hopefully, were you actually able to, to tank it correctly, that. not get not get a you know butt lava on everybody. No, no, it was fine. Um, he actually did the last boss, so oh, nice. You know, no pressure on me. Um, we it was a pretty smooth run. I we were on M side. I gained a couple levels. Um, it, it it's kind of nice getting the CXP so quickly, which I thought was kind of nice. I still remember the first time we ran KP as Wog. Oh God! And you didn't know how to to to. Well, look, kite him. Yeah, you didn't know how to kite him around the 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 area. I was so, moving him too far. Is yeah, what I was doing. and so we were just getting you know fire on everybody. Yeah, but the funny thing is, remember my my connection was so bad that I died and I got respawned and I respawned underneath the platform. Oh yeah, that was funny. And I kept seeing the bottom side of the drills waiting to go up, and it's like I couldn't tell people where they were, <laughs> but I couldn't do anything about them. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, so what I tried to do though, while I was experimenting a little bit because we do this now. We've been streaming this, right? Uh, our show, and it seems to be pretty stable. It's now our fourth episode. Yeah. So what I thought I would do is I would stream walk, right? Right. And so when I went live, uh, Kid Lee jumped in. He was like, he was like, oh, you're popping in out. It was bad. And I did the same thing we do here. I plugged into the deal and um, turned off the Wi-Fi, um, but it kept dropping in out. And did you have a lot of tabs open? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. But I don't think that was the problem. But I'm I'm I want to work on it. I would like to start streaming uh, at least Wog nights. Um, so I'm well, hoping that'd be fun. hoping maybe to coordinate uh, with Kidley Kidley again and 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 Redna and have him help me out a little bit just so I can get it stable. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And again, another thanks to everybody in the in the community because it's rather helpful. And and people aren't like, oh my god, you're blowing it. Your 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 stream sucks. It's like they're like, oh, maybe I can help you. Exactly. So it's been pretty cool. So hopefully I can get that going for. Well, I guess that's tomorrow. <laughs> mm. Thanks to JT for saying Tab Boss is real. Oh, 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 oh. you're lucky I like you. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah, Marshall definitely does not have the mechanics for that boss down yet. Wow. <laughs> well, you're not wrong, but you're still a jerk. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was a little bit of a fail on my part. Um, I, I tried it several times um, on our Twitch stream. I left a couple of them up, but really I took down most of them that were just kind of intermittent. Right. But, um. I'd like to get that going. And so I love the CXP gains. I, I'm loving it. Oh, um, yeah. I'm at four set pieces right now. Nice. Um, At 2.30, I believe. Yeah, 2.30, I've got four set pieces. So that's kind of cool. Um, So I feel like I'm kind of where I was when right. the patch went. Um, So I'm waiting to get to that second, that next tier, which will be, excuse me, which will be a little bit. But, you know, I'll get there. I'm excited. Hey, well, I have faith in you, buddy. I haven't played that much, though. To be honest with you. Yeah, this last week, but you know, vacation starts now. Oh yeah. So no, we're off playing. work. This is our last night. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing a, a little bit this week. Indeed. All right. So dev tracker stuff. Um 
Remember last week I talked about how people want the to be able to turn off. Yeah, you were the, the saying uh, you were saying um, uh, Utina Cast Tio. Well, Tio has always said that he hasn't been playing that much, but this is mostly people like Tio, as I was saying, right. who want to be able to turn off the CXP or turn off the uh, XP bonuses. So the are com- these the same people that don't engage sprint? I'm not sure. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> and, and don't get on their speeder until maybe, level may, ten. Yeah, maybe they're just RP walking everywhere, and that's fine. But I just, I don't know. I don't got that kind of time. But I respect them, and you know, if, if they want to level yeah. the natural way, then well, I mean, that's the means. great thing about these games is that there's no wrong way to play it. Exactly. So what they did in the past was they they put an item on on the um, on a vendor for people to, oh, okay. to take that down. So here's what Musco say. He says, okay, so I can confirm that in 5.1.2 on the 28th of this month, we'll be reintroducing the vendor, which sells the white acute module. It will work slightly different than the last time in that instead of only suppressing bonus uh, story XP, it will also suppress XP earned up to two and a half times to cancel out the event bonus. Also, we'll be working to uh, bake into the event. Um, so that in the future, anytime we want to run a bonus to XP, the vendor and module will be available as soon as possible. Okay, cool. So that's pretty cool. And, and, I, and it, I mean, it just shows that they're thinking long term finally about certain things. Exactly. Which I, I mean, that's, that's important for people. So we did have maintenance this week. Um, it was just back end stuff. And we also had a follow up to this other post we talked about last week, which was, um, somebody asking a question. Okay. So here's the question. It says, I was able to level, about 40 command levels this weekend. Um, and then, and personally, I thought that the speed I was gaining levels was just about perfect. And he was using the boost. And he says, I know, maybe it's a she, I don't know. I'm just going to keep saying he. And I know that they say, um, they're still working on the CG drops so that, um, I'm going to leave that part out of this. However, what is going to happen in 5.2 hits? Currently, the patch notes that 250% uh, boost is, the o- is only going t- until 5.2. So are we going to completely lose that boost um, and go back to grinding the old way is essentially the question. Right. Right. Which is a valid question. Very valid. And so Eric says, uh, good question. In short, when the event ends in 5.2, we're going to also readjust the CXP rates at that time. The intent is to buff CXP above what it was prior. Um, how high we buff it remains to be seen. But our intent is, a defin- is definitely that you get a crate faster than you did um, prior to that. Right. So I think that's important. So they're gonna keep monitoring stuff, dude. You know, they're, they're yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing that. is like you know, it's a, it's always a constant shift because you know you don't know how people are gonna play it until they play it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So let's see what else we got here. Oh, the other thing that came up was there was an error. I guess some people were getting an unspecified error, which is the worst kind of error. Yes, because <laughs> it's unspecified. It's unspecified. Uh, so and it says, please try this patch again. So I think when people were patching after the last uh, downtime, they were getting this error. Um, and the workaround, they say, and if you're if you're listening to this, by the time I put it out, you've already got the workaround going. But it says restart your launcher and clear up the issue. It may require multiple restarts or delete the Bitrater folder from your Swotor directory. So it might be something that's related Bitrater, um, which is something we talked about, God, forever ago. Um, yeah, I haven't had. I mean, I have. So it's on three of my computers, and I haven't had it. You haven't had that problem. Yeah, totally. Um, all right. So the last thing here in news before I ask you one question is, um, <laughs> so I guess something's going on in Zakul. I guess we'll just we'll just call this. Can we just call this our discussion topic? Because I think this is, this is actually pretty interesting. Yes. This popped up um, a few hours ago, actually, and it says, "How can I get a dev's attention to stop the cheating on Zakul?" 
There's cheating on Zakul? Well, <laughs> Zakul is one of those places you can get um, the high-end crafting mats. Okay. Right? So what do you think the problem is? Uh, farming? Yeah. So this says, this guy's pretty desperate. He says, the cheating on Zakul in gathering areas is ridiculously bad. People, uh, parentheses gold sellers, have figured out how to play uh, and move outside the environment. Um, so I guess they're using some weird exploits. They're moving around the environment itself. I don't know. Either way, what's happening is people are picking up the mats faster than the actual players can pick them up. Oh, wow. I, which, that's which is interesting. Bad. Yeah. So Eric basically says, uh, first and most importantly, we're actively looking into the reports of what's happening in Zakul. Um, and he says, just as a reminder, because one of the parts of this post was, how do I report this? How do I get Bioware's attention? Right. And even though nothing happens when you submit a bug ticket and saying someone's doing that, it does get forwarded on to right people. So right. definitely keep doing that. Or if you need to PM um, him or Tate, it still says Tate. I guess he's still there right now uh, till the end of the month. Um, PM him or Tate about the issue. So, right. That's a, yeah. yeah, that's, I hate cold, gold farmers. But don't you love cheating? Isn't cheating great? Isn't it the best? It's, it's the, the only best. way to play, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Nice. So anything else with SOTOR, dude? I feel like it's a short segment, but no, no, not much a, news. Not so short week, and neither one of us really played much this week. So, uh, yeah. yeah, let's move on to Star Wars. I feel like I feel like we're going to lose people. Should uh, we just like do some circus SOTOR stuff? Or, I'm joking. Okay, if we don't move on to Star Wars, I'm twerking. Hmm. So Star Wars, everyone, here we go. Is that your threat now? Is that your resonant threat? Yes, it is. It's like, you know, if you don't move on, we're going to freaking twerk. It's a little much, don't you think? I can always do the uh, the truffle shuffle. Goonie style. Nobody wants to see that. It'd be funny, though. All right, let's move on. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Well done this time, dude. I think I think you got the slider boss down. Word. <laughs> and I and I'd like to recognize the GT realizes that Will's twerking threat is real. It's the next boss we got to conquer. Con- uh, <laughs> conquer, right? I'm gonna be right next to the the Eyeless. and the tab boss. All right, so here we are in the Star Wars section. So, dude, I thought honestly didn't think we'd have a lot, but we have a lot. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I mean, not you know, it's fine. So remember, I mean, how many months ago did we talk about the petition for, and I put this at the top of the show because we just finished SWOTOR. Um, how many years ago, years ago, months ago, did we talk about that petition? It was about three or four. Yeah. Uh, so that petition. To bring, okay, to make, this is a petition that was on change.org to get uh, the. So the Republic. Yeah, no, no, just get the old Republic time period pulled into canon. And more specifically, to get on a Netflix. Yes. 140,000 signatures. Nice, huh? It's pretty significant. It is significant. You know, I don't think anybody's paying attention and or no, cares, but that's a lot of people that yeah. want this to happen. So if all those people watched, it wouldn't be enough to get a show going, but you never know. Yeah. Right? I mean, well, I mean, how many monthly subscribers does Sortor have? I don't know, dude. They're, I mean, they're less than a million now, right? Uh, yeah. Let's say give or take. But I mean, still to get. Even fifteen percent of your active uh, base to uh, to petition—that's right. pretty significant. Did you put this in here? What the Harrison Ford thing? 
I did. Okay, because I did, and then I took it out. Let's why? talk about it. I don't know why. I just thought it was one of those things. I don't know if we want to talk about it or not. Okay. I'm, I'm down to talk about it. Okay. Well, as you, as you know, during uh, the filming of The Force Awakens, yep. Harrison Ford crashed his World War II era plane in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. right? Well, this week, he was flying into... Uh, I think it was uh, Long Beach Airport. Yeah, I'll bring this up. I think it's that. Yeah, he was flying into Long Beach Airport, and he got clearance and everything. And then when he was landing, he realized he was John landing. Wayne Airport. John Wayne, which is uh, uh, that's uh, uh, Orange County. Yeah, Santa Ana. Yeah. Um. So, but when he was landing, he realized that he was basically landing on a seven thirty seven, like right on top, like of on it. top of it. And he was like, uh, "What's going on here?" So it turns out Harrison Ford accidentally decided to land on a taxiway and not a runway. Yeah. Um, is, is he too old to fly? Is this is, is this where we're getting time where it's almost time to say, sorry, Grandpa, you can't, t- we have to take away your license. Okay. So here's the thing. What What's funny about this and what, and I'm glad you kept this in here because this makes me laugh. If you, I mean, and we all know at some point you take. Your, your, the driver's license away from your, your great grandparents, your right. grandparents, you, you know, right? But <laughs> this idea that, um, Harrison Ford is old as it is, right? Right. And so when you take the pilot's license from, I mean, it feels like it should be earlier than the driver's license, right? I mean, right? He's, he's flying a plane through the air. He is, but what he's flying, he's in, already crashed one. It's such a small plane. <laughs> That it would probably be fewer people that he would hurt than a driving. I, uh, that's a good point. I don't know, man. Um, I'm glad nobody was hurt in this. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, it was just the fact that, I mean, luckily there's nobody on the, the, the taxiway. Right. Uh, it's actually funny. There was some moment where he kind of said, did you mean for me to be underneath that plane or something like yeah. that? And they're like, dude, you're the one who landed on the taxiway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, Harrison Ford. Uh, just, I just want him to stay on the ground. Kind yeah, of, you know what and I mean. It's, it's funny. And have someone drive for him. Well, it's funny because the movies that he's in that has to do with planes, yeah, that never works out well for the plane. I mean, do we need no. to bring up how Air Force One ended up in Air Force One? Oh, Air Force One, that's a good pull. Dude. The plane in yeah. six days, seven nights. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, Harrison Ford, come on, stay with us. <laughs> we want you around. Indeed. Um, I have some celebration Orlando news. Um, this it, is awesome. Yeah, it has been confirmed as of yesterday or today, I think, um, that the Last Jedi, all the the filmmakers are confirmed for celebration. Right. Orlando. So, which is meaning Ryan Johnson, right? You know the. Uh, I don't know if we have a list in here, but no, I mean, it would be dude. awesome if they had John Williams because I don't think he's been to a celebration since it was in Germany, maybe a few years ago. It says the primary panel for Last Jedi will feature Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy, makes sense, writer uh, and director Ryan Johnson, perfect, and that's on Friday the fourteenth. And while those are only the confirmed guests, the Star Wars show host Andy Gutierrez says, if you've ever been to a Star Wars celebration panel, you can bank on there being plenty of surprises, special guests, and unforgettable moments, well, it's which gonna, means other people will probably yeah, show up. Yeah, it's going to be the cast. It's going to be the big three. Indeed. Plus the two of the big three of the original. Plus, I'm guessing they're going to be bringing, I mean, we'll get to this in a minute, but I'm guessing they're going to be bringing um, Jimmy V. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so, we'll get to that. Cuz that that's going to be int- they're going to be introducing him to a wide audience. So Well, that's literally our next story is all the last Jedi news of the last week. So we have Jimmy V who's been officially announced as the new R2D2 actor. Yeah, cuz Kenny Baker's just getting old. Yeah. 
Um, and I don't know Jimmy V. What uh, do you know him? I don't. He looked kind of familiar, but yeah. I don't know what he's from. Yeah. Um, I can look it up really quick. Yeah, but he's. Uh, I'll just. I can open the article too. But um, he he was talking. I from what I gather, he was talking to Kenny Baker. Um, I guess Kenny Baker got ill last year at some point. Yeah. Um, and couldn't do R two D two, so uh, Jimmy V. I think filled in for him. Um, and yeah. So he's going to oh, be the next uh, one. Jimmy's V has been in Doctor Who. Um, he was in uh, the very poorly received musical Pan. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember Pan? Yeah, remember so that. those are the two big ones that he's been okay. with. Um, and he says, it's been an absolute pleasure to have worked alongside the legendary Kenny Baker. Kenny was a fantastic actor and taught me all the tricks uh, on how to on how he brought R2-D2 to life, which I'll continue to portray in his honor. Right, because um, he was basically his understudy during Force Awakens. He yeah. was involved, right? But now he's taking over. But the now mantle. he's taking over. Yeah. It's pretty much. I mean, I really don't know how how involved Peter Mayhew is going to be with this one. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but I'm sure by the time we get to nine, it's going to be really hard for Mayhew to get out of a wheelchair. So I'm sure it's going to be kind of like that way, where there's an understudy to him that's going to be helping him out. Right. All right, man. So what else do we have here? Uh, Force Awakens confirms Ray and. Okay, so. I didn't even say that right. Lucasfilm confirms Ray and Kylo Ren have a mysterious connection. This uh, article says nothing except for the fact there is something connected with the two of them. Yeah, their connection is at the hips. Okay. So can we actually talk about this or are you just going to be that guy? Yeah. And I, sorry, I'd like to point out thanks to Kidley. I completely spaced it that Kenny Baker actually passed away in August. Yeah. That's why he was talking about in the past tense. Yeah. Right. He's dead. Thanks, Kidley. We talked about him dying. I'm, I know we did. I just. Space. Mm. It's this damn humble brownie. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's pretty tasty. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, the way I edit this, I probably never even know we talked about that. I know, right? <laughs> Thanks, Kidley. Uh, but no, no, I was you'll just, be in the blooper reel with us. Yeah, no, I was just joking around with the uh um with the hips thing, but no, I mean the, you could obviously tell that they were building it up in Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. Whether it was I mean it was it didn't look like it was in the script, but you could tell that they had to have told uh, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley something because the way they played off each other was definitely that there was going to either it was going to be a brother Boyega. sister Boyega you're thinking the wrong person Ray and Kylo Ren is what I'm talking about oh them sorry I was thinking Finn yeah not Finn <laughs> Ray and Kylo Ren okay that's not at the hips back to this yes um oh yeah it's um, obviously there's going to be a connection yeah well and the thing the thing that, that this article says is that one of the things Lucasfilm talks about is the fact that this finishing the Skywalker story, right? Right. So in some way, shape or form, obviously we've talked about this many, many times. Obviously Kylo Ren is connected to the Skywalkers. Yeah. He's a Skywalker. Because he is a Skywalker and we don't know yet about Ray, but you know, I'm still leaning towards her being a Kenobi. No, I'm thinking she's not. I don't, I, I don't know, man. We can do this all day. I, I, I think, I think Ben got busy with a Tuscan Raider. Wow. Are you trying to say Ray is half Tuscan Raider? She's going to pull out a Banffy stick. But if you, just... if you read the Kenobi novel, Tusken Raiders are like people, but like that went through this weird thing where they just put bandages on themselves and stuff. Yeah, no, it's I always, crazy. I always thought they were like a humanoid. They're form. regular people, yeah. sort of, but like, I don't know. It's, it's a trip, dude. It's a trip. Um, read that novel. It's on my list. Well, a lot of things are on your list. Um, so this talks about the mystery of, uh, Ray's lineage. Yeah, I see it. Um, but, I don't know. I was I was kind of thinking there would be more to this, but mysterious connection. I mean, I don't know. 
it, it's all it's all the same stuff. Speculation. Uh, speaking of mysterious connections, the the, the latest um, this and we don't have this in the show notes at all. But the latest uh, Snoke rumor that I've been seeing the last few months is Mace Windu. No, that I know that's been around for a while. Yeah, there, that's it, come up. It's like it seems like it's gaining traction for some reason. I think that's that's one of the more far fetched. No, ones. though, actually, the newest one I've seen, um, I can't remember. It wasn't Star Wars Theory, which is a, a popular YouTube uh, theory uh, uh, cast. But mm. um, the newest one is is if you've read uh, the Aftermath books, there's a general that takes control of the Empire, and uh, a lot of people think it's him. Okay, JT says she's a clone and born on Jakku in the secret lab. Oh, okay. I'm sorry when he said that. I'm getting my, used to my new glasses, so I looked at the sign. It was blurry, and I thought it said second tab, not secret <laughs> lab. <laughs> Stop talking about tabs. I'm having withdrawals already. Moving sorry. On. All right. So what do you got here about Iger? Um, Iger has come out and said that he's seen a early cut of the uh, the print of um, Last Jedi. the Last Jedi. Um, obviously, it's I mean, they're just early in post-production. So John Williams just started the score, so there's no music to Indeed. it. Um, there's hardly any rendering of CGI in it and everything, but he says he's seen the principal photography cut and, um, uh, with the, uh, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's not much fully work in it, but he said it's fantastic. Wow. Cool. Um, Han Solo stuff. I like this story. I'm really happy about this. Both you and I have watched Westworld. Yes. And do you and, know what actress it is? Yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm a huge fan of Tandy Newton. Yeah. Um, I think she was, uh, kind of underutilized in Mission Impossible 2. But I think she is a very good actress, and she really, really knocked it out of the park with Westworld. It says, um, oh, she killed it, that show. Uh, she is by far one of my favorites. Oh, New- absolutely. Newton's character is still unknown, obviously. Um, British actress. Uh, and so, I mean, we could speculate a little bit, but who do you want it to be? Just say it. Oh, I would love her to be Santa Solo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's. I honestly think she might be a little too old. To play yeah, Santa. She, and, and in that article, it says it makes the point of saying the forty-four-year-old British actress. And if we're going back to young Han Solo, he's got to be in his twenties, right? We, when we meet him, he's I think thirty-two, right? Um, the one thing that was intriguing, and I and I am well, well behind on this on the Star Wars uh, uh, comics, but the one thing that I thought was interesting about Santa Solo is that. I don't know what her lineage is, if she's 100% human. Yeah. She could be. She could be. She could be part something else, which would make her looking older make sense. I don't know. I mean, in, no, in honestly, the comics, she looks black, I, I think, which yeah, makes I think, sense to yeah, me. I think her character, I think her per- portrayal of, of Sana Solo would be awesome. Yeah. Um, as long as they can, I mean, honestly, she still looks fantastic. And if, uh, yeah. if you've seen Westworld, uh, you've seen all of her looking fantastic. But, um, yeah, what he's trying to say is she gets naked. Everybody gets naked in Westworld. Oh, everybody gets naked in Westworld. <laughs> Even Anthony Hopkins, which was a shocker to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I was like, did I miss an episode? <laughs> uh, moving on. Oh, fun stuff. Rebels. Um, yes. Rebels. Oh, so. You and I are up on Rebels. Yes. And I don't want to give away the spoilers, really, but we talked about this. Um, we talked about the Darksaber. The Darksaber last week. What was cool that came out after we recorded was that um, Freddie Prince Jr. and um, I think it's Taya yeah. Sirkar, um, they recorded that scene at the end of that episode where they're fighting and talking. 
Um, and they, they, these are the actors who play Kanan and Sabine. Yeah. They filmed that privately. Which is awesome. Or, or filmed it, recorded that privately. Um, which, which I think is really, that scene got me, honestly. To, uh, that it was a good that, scene. That, that scene was really good and really well, uh, really well acted. And, and I think when they do stuff like that, and I already knew they did stuff like that because, um, Freddie Prince Jr. is interviewed on other podcasts right. and stuff, and he says sometimes they'll do things privately. And I think, and I think that really helps with the, um, I guess gravitas or whatever, the emotional impact of these scenes, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it especially makes sense to do those types of scenes when there's a reveal to other characters in the show. Yeah. So when you get to their readings, they're like, oh, you actually get response. Yeah, totally. All right, man. So let's get to some parks news and then get to our, our usual fun stuff. Fun stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, all of this is fun. Right. But parks news. Uh, we have a potential opening date for Guardians of the Galaxy. The uh, mission breakout. Mission breakout. And um, something about Summer of Heroes. Have you heard about any of this? I have not, but they are. They always do like a Summer of whatever, right? And right. This one, it sounds like Summer of Heroes, which I mean, it means they're going to be embracing their Marvel. Right. It says the new ride themed around collectors, uh, fortress and breaking free of it alongside Rocket Raccoon can be finally, um, can finally be judged by fans directly when it opens for business May 27th, 2017. That means when I go in the summer this year, I'm hitting that up. Yeah. It, which means it's probably going to have a uh, soft uh, release of probably a week before. Yeah. We're going in June, late June. Right. Well, because, uh, it says May 27th, that's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. So it would make sense. I mean, because you're not going to open a brand new on a, on a Memorial Day weekend. No, so no, no. they're probably going to be doing a, a soft release of the week before. Um, I mean, Steve, if you're listening, you could probably speak a little bit more to this because you're more of the Disneyland expert than I am. But um, he's a better man than you are. Oh, that's a given. <laughs> Just kidding. Dude. Like that even needed to be brought up. <laughs> that had already been brung. Um, but. Um, yeah, no, seriously, uh, Steve is the Disneyland expert. Yeah. He's yeah. fantastic. And so, um, and he's actually been to quite a few soft openings. So cool. he would, um, um, I would love to be able to do that. So one of the things it says is, uh, the new adventure blasts you straight into the Guardians of the Galaxy story for the first time ever alongside characters from blockbuster films. Um, and this is from the press release. As you help Rocket, uh, burst his pals out of the collector's fortress, you'll experience randomized ride experiences complete with all new visual and audio effects from the music inspired by the popular film soundtracks. Um, and you never know which adventure we'll get, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, that whole premise started with uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. For sure. That, yeah, I think it had 4,000 different. Uh, I think it was like 2000 or something. It was crazy. Um, it but was yeah. ridiculous. It was some, something like that. Yeah. And then that carried over into, uh, Star Tours when they redid Star, Star Tours, Tours. Cars Land is the same way. Yeah. Or, the Cars uh, Land one is the uh, Radiator Springs Racers. Yeah. Nice. So in addition, um, the Disneyland parks will launch Summer of Heroes that day, um, through September 10th. And that is offering several Marvel themed attractions and events similar to how they've been done, you know, Star Wars Weekend, Season of the Force, et cetera, which the last time we were there was Season of the Force. Season of the Force, cool. right, yeah. Um, for the uh, Lucasfilm brands, some of the features uh, will be new year round attractions, including Groot joining the Disney cast alongside existing characters, Captain America and Spider Man. Which means you'll be seeing them around the park. Yep. While others are only for the summer, and some of our heroes will launch this year, this year. Uh, these new year-round experience. So, Guardians of the Galaxy awesome dance-off. What? 
that's okay, awesome. that's awesome. That's awesome. So don't be surprised. So this, I'm just going to read from this. Don't be surprised if you run into the Guardians of the Galaxy on their way to the Milano with Star-Lord firing up his old school boombox to get the party started. Gamora may prefer to stand back and observe, but everyone else is bound to get in the groove and show off their moves during this awesome rock and roll bash. And then you also have superhero encounters. So for the first time, citizens of Earth will come face to face with Groot. One of the Guardians of the Galaxy, you can also step up to meet the uh, first Avenger, Captain America, along with everyone's favorite web singer, uh, Spider-Man, which is all of this is new. Like, like you they didn't have these guys wandering around the parks before. No, what I would love to see would be to see Captain America over in California Adventure. Yeah. In the old time Hollywood area and yeah. see him like on a red car. That'd be badass. That would be so <laughs> in character. It'd be awesome. Um, let's see. And for a limited time, step up to challenge. It says with new adventures, uh, during summer of heroes, uh, advent Avengers training initiative. So black widow and Hawkeye assemble young recruits for a series of tests. Very to see similar if to they Jedi can, Academy. Yeah. To see if they can uh, join the ranks of the Avengers, uh, heroic, heroic encounter with black widow. She'll arrive on the scene several times throughout the day um, in an armored Avengers vehicle, which is badass. That's cool. And grab a piece or bite of the action. It says all that heroes making hungry. Of course, there's food. Uh, special theme merchandise and food will be available in Hollywoodland. So that's pretty cool. Oh, so they are going to be over in California. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because that's where the ride's opening too. So. Okay. How awesome would it be to have, um, you know how when they do the fireworks for uh, Disneyland and you see Tinkerbell go back and forth? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if they were doing some sort of show over in California Adventure and you saw a wired Spider-Man going from like Tower of Terror over to the uh, uh, Hyperion Theater, I think is yeah, the one it's called. I'd probably lose it. I know, right? <laughs> oh my God, that sounds so much fun. Just moving on. Um, all right, man. So merchandise. Um, merchandise. Yeah. So, uh, well, you, you were talking about Force Friday. I'm sorry. Yes. I was. I was talking about Force Friday too. So last year they did this. Yeah. At the beginning of September, it was pre fourth quarter. But it was to release all the stuff coming up to Force, um, Awakens. Force Awakens. So right. it was like, um, it was just after they had released all the, asserted the release of all the books for Journey of the Force Awakens. And they're doing the same thing. Which makes sense. Starting September 1st. Um, and the first look at it. So people have been analyzing this. In the link I have in the show notes, there's, um, the top of a box, basically, where like a toy would go. Right. But really it's got Finn, uh, Poe and Ray. Okay. And people are analyzing their quote unquote new outfit. So you can barely see any of it. But right. the idea is that, um, Poe's got the helmet on. Um, Ray, uh, Poe, uh, Poe, um, Finn. Finn looks about the same, but Ray actually looked quite different. Um, her, her hair looks dark. Her hair looks different. It's darker a little bit and it looks like she's got some sort of robe ensemble maybe going on. Well, Jedi robes. Well, yeah, hopefully. Um, so this is pretty cool, man. Um, so they're getting, they're gearing up for that and we're going to get a whole slew of, of toys and stuff again for, uh, I guess Force Friday 2. Absolutely fantastic. Which is cool. Um, the other merchandise news we have here is, um, you know, Hasbro loves their, their black series. Indeed. Um, but also this year marks the 40th anniversary of the original Star Wars. Ah. And so they've come out with a Star Wars 40th anniversary black series. And nice. it's very cool. Um, I will be posting all these pictures to uh, Facebook. Oh, that's sick. But yeah. there's a really cool one of... Uh, I did see this Luke one. Yeah, of Luke in his um, Rogue Pilots... Uh, sorry, Rogue Squadron outfit. Yeah. Uh, wielding a lightsaber, which is cool. 
Um, there's a Star Wars Monopoly game, but it's very it's themed on the old like the old original yeah. poster. You've got oh, all the, these are sick. Yeah, you've got all the black series of um, Obi Wan, Darth Vader. Um, but what I love is look at the Darth Vader one, and look at his lightsaber. Oh, nice! They've actually done it so you can actually see it in motion. It's like it's in motion, cool. that's sick. Yeah, that's gonna be cool, man. Um, I I haven't invested too much in the black series. They're behind, just so expensive. Well, behind me, I have a few of them. I don't know if you can see them on the camera, but I, I've got I've got a few of them up there, and you know, I got them as gifts when they first started coming out right. and stuff. But I I don't actively go and try to buy them. Yeah, we're not they're, collectors. They're twenty five bucks, thirty bucks a pop. Yeah, you know, I did want that Jabba one though. Back in the day, that would have been cool. Anyway. Um, anything else Star Wars that you can think of that we're missing? No, I think it's a uh, time to hit the hyperspace and get into a different uh, universe. I like that you said that, but here we are. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Well, as always, we got a ton of stuff. Yeah, actually, not as much as we normally do, but this is still pretty good, and I'm sure we're going off on a couple of tangents, but we're now into our our usual roundup. Am I trying to tangent less, or am I gonna? Or am I trying to tangent more forcefully? Because that's coming off from Star Wars. You see what very I did? Nice. A little punny. You're, not, uh, you're you're very punny. You're not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Okay. So starting, I I added a new section. I know books. <laughs> I love books. I I added books, and and this is a shameless plug for us. Um, some of this the stuff we're going to be talking about is not released yet, right? <clears throat> but if you like audio books, see where I'm going with this. <laughs> AudibleTrial.com/slash/usualpodcast. No, I we usually do this at the end, but honestly. Um, when we do talk about books, if you want audiobooks, uh, use our link and that's a way to get it for free. But, um, Jessica Jones star, uh, Kristen Ritter is releasing her first novel. Oh, awesome. I actually didn't know she wrote, I didn't know she wrote. I think, well, I didn't either, but it's kind of cool. Uh, I'm trying to think the genre is it. All they say is it's called bonfire and it's a dark and mysterious crime thriller. Oh, awesome. Um, the synopsis is Bonfire will focus on small town corruption as environmental lawyer Abby Williams returns to her hometown after 10 years to investigate Optimal Plastics, a local company of dumping chemicals in local water. But in the process, Abby starts digging into the years old dis- uh, disappearance of a former high school bully of hers, which in turn leads her to even darker secrets about the town. Okay. You know what this kind of reminds me of? Mm-hmm. A cross between Jessica Jones, yeah. John Grisham, yeah. and uh, uh, Stranger Things. No, oh. um, I just had to throw that there. Aaron Brockovich. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I can't wait for Jessica Jones to come back, but the book sounds cool. I that's not usually my genre of of reading, but if you're into that stuff, that's like in my second or third tier of genres. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll definitely give it a try. Yeah, cool. Um, next one on my list to be on a random side note, oh, we're already tangenting, is uh, um, Trevor Noah's book. Because I've got a few, oh, cred- I've yeah, got a yeah, few yeah. credits on Audible, and I, I need to pick that up. Yeah, I actually uh, I have an ebook version of it, and I, I just need to read it. Nice. All right, so Final Fantasy has announced their first uh, original manga novel, which is pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know if there's much about it. Um, it's the 30th anniversary, so they're putting out. Uh, I mean, why not just put it out 30 years later, right? Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we have a link in the show notes for that. That's pretty cool. I don't read a lot of manga stuff, but. I might pick that one up just because it's Final Fantasy and I love Final Fantasy. Cool. 
So um, I kind of want to go back to Trevor Noah really quick. Do you? Just because I think. What if I don't? Uh, well, screw you. Okay, continue. Um, just because I think it's important because what the premise of the book is. Yeah, he's a comedian. Um, and yeah, he's on the Daily Show right now. Um, but his book is actually called Born a Crime because he is a mixed uh, race child born right. during South Africa apartheid. So really, his birth was a crime. Like literally, he should like. It's almost like um, Ender's Game when you have a third child. Yeah, kind of thing, you know? or like during the one-child policy in China when you have right. birth to a second girl. You know, it's like, Indeed. yeah. So uh, it, I mean, when second boy. So it's uh, yeah. It's, so it's it's thought-provoking. So I definitely want to give that a read this uh, this summer. No, I'm gonna read it this week. I, I've got my credits are building up. I gotta catch nice. up, <laughs> and I'm I'm caught up on podcast too, which is kind of cool. So cool. let's get to TV, dude. Yeah, it, it looks like the Big Bang Theory is going to be closing in on season 11 and 12 renewals. I have no doubt this is going to be a thing. Well, the reason why it was kind of uh, becoming a hitch was because the three main stars, uh, Johnny Galecki, uh, Kelly Kuoko, and um, Parsons, Jim Parsons, uh, they got a raise a couple seasons ago, and they're all making a million dollars an episode now. Are they up to a million dollars? Yeah, so those three and a million dollars, wow. and the rest of the cast, I think, are I think the the other two main guys are about seven hundred thousand, whatever. Yeah, and then I think the girls are like four fifty or five because they came in later in the series. Oh God, but you got to remember, this isn't the heyday of NBC, right? When you could give Kelsey Grammer two point one million dollars, you could give the entire cast of Friends a million dollars. The Friends even, is what's in the forefront of my mind. Yeah, even with Two and a Half Men, where at the very end, uh. uh Charlie Sheen was making like two point four, two point five million dollars per episode. I just don't. Um, you just you don't have that advertiser based funding anymore because of everything going to a streaming service. Right. So the fact that they're already paying these people this time, and granted, it took them ten years to get to it. Just like your know, friends, they finally got their million dollar paydays per episode. Uh, I want to say season eight. Yeah, it sounds like your mic went out. Um, so I'll just keep talking here. But yeah, so it it doesn't quite. I mean, because you think, oh, million dollars an episode. Well, the thing is. This isn't like you're doing a, a limited run series of six to nine episodes, and so it's six to nine million dollars. They're doing full 22 to 24 season episodes, or season 22 to 24 episode seasons. So you're talking to 22, 24 million dollars, and that's just their salary. Um, I'm sure they all have producer credits now, too, so that's another cut that they're getting. And that's each. So it's quite a bit of money that they're, that they're bringing in right now. Plus, they're well into syndication. So, you know, they get a back end cut of that, too. Um, so, I mean, all four of them, I mean, great. If they can negotiate those deals, all the best for them. Um, but that's what I think was going to make it hard for them to do any more seasons, especially since they're going to be branching out and doing the spinoff of uh, Sheldon's character as a younger boy. Um, and Parsons is definitely getting a big chunk of that producing credit. So what you're saying is they're killing it. They're killing it. <laughs> Sorry, I had a mic difficulty there. Um, hopefully this one doesn't go out. But yeah, man, I it's hard for me to wrap my mind around the million dollars an episode thing. Like for me, that's like, all right, how long does it take him to to film an episode a week? Um, usually about eight to eight to ten days. Yeah. Okay. So let's say two weeks. A million dollars for two weeks of work. I will never get that in all the time that I work. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get what you, it's I, not I, just that. I though. know what you're saying. I know because they saying. have press junkets and all this yeah, stuff. But yeah. still, I mean, it's an exorbitant amount of no, money. No, I get it. It's a lot of money. It, it, it's like if we're having the same conversation with sports stars, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. well, I mean, I, honestly, I think sports stars is a little bit differently because they're under constant threat of 
career-ending in- injuries. That's a good point. I too. mean, you're not going to see Kaylee Cuoco trip over the couch in the living room and like, I know, man. All of a sudden, her career is over. Um, Harrison Ford. That's in his own damn plane. <laughs> Um, but no, no that no. wasn't the Millennium Falcon. Oh, that yo, absolutely, yeah. But when you're dealing with like a six month shoot as opposed to I you know weekly things, it is a little bit different. Um, I'm only playing devil's advocate because I think it's just so much money. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I, you know, actually, you know what I compare uh, TV uh, show salaries to is uh, uh, pharmaceuticals, right? The fact that it right. takes like you know a nickel to make a pill. But it took like ten million dollars to make the to first develop pill. the pill. Yeah, <laughs> to figure out how to make the damn it's thing. The second to the millionth <laughs> pill that costs that much. It's the first pill that costs all the money. Yeah, I got you. It's the same way. It you know they they were making far less money for the first eight years of the show. They're getting all their money back end. Yeah, I hear you. Um, <laughs> this is why we go long in this section. Oh yeah, because I can definitely go off and really talk for like ten minutes about this one thing. and have to cover your you know. Glitches. Oh look, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I? Oh, don't you start with me. All right, so uh, real quick, Stranger Things two. Um, so what do what do we want to talk about here? Because there's some details about a new team member. Yeah, basically, there's three things we should talk about. First, we kind of mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but it looks like Deborah's actually not going to be in season two. Which I find really interesting because she's the the friend of the older sister that oh, right. disappeared. Right, right, right. No, no, Barbara. Oh, is that Barbara? Barbara yeah. is not going to be. But well, we we've already talked about it. Barbara's not coming right. back. But we but she's going to influence the show in some way. Right, right. Um, but this one is a brand new team member. Yeah. And by team member, do they mean team of the kids or team of the government? Or I read the same thing, and I'm like, well, does that mean uh, we, how many? And and the person they're talking about doesn't look like a kid to me. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm, I really don't know. So, um, and then the the other important thing is they talked to the creators, the two guys, and they said that in their minds, the show is probably going to run out in four to five seasons. That's so they're going to that, watch. That's, the, what that's what they have their storyline going. So these for. kids are what middle school. They're going to basically watch them get to like early high school and then call it a. Yeah, well, the first show, the first season took place in '84, right? Um, or '83. We're in '84 with season two because they're uh, playing off Ghostbusters, right? Um, I'm guessing that they're just going to run through the 80s. I'm, well, the only thing, the reason I'm saying that is because when you have kid actors, they grow up at such weird. But when you have, when you're purposely pulling that age too, you can play off of that very much like how true, very much how like freaks and geeks did. No, 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 and and, and yeah, I I see what you're saying. Um, but I I think their whole premise is designed around the fact that. 80s nostalgia yeah. that if they tried to like their storyline if they tried to go into the 90s at all would kind of just lose that well and yeah and, I, and i'm with you and i love that it takes place in the 80s but um I, and i like the idea of them following them through their awkward years and, and and dealing with that i think that's cool right so i i, I love the show and i'm glad that you finally watched it yeah and i i found it very entertaining i'm actually more excited for season two than yep. probably season one just because i i don't think they delved enough into it I thought it dragged a little bit um, overall conspiracy story-wise. Yeah. Um, without enough of a payoff on certain things. Mm. Whereas Westworld was very incredibly well-paced. Like yeah, yeah. Every single episode led you to a new breadcrumb. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I guess that's the major difference between the two. I, I, I don't, we watched Stranger Things right in the beginning of the hype of it, and I really enjoyed it. But, and well, I think this but is also, Westworld I like a lot better. Yeah, well, I think this is also a, a thing more. where... Um, the the ills of binging, 
Yeah. Is because I've been Stranger Things all in one day. Right. So it was like, it, I didn't feel the, the anticipation for a next episode where it was Westworld. I was like constantly waiting for Sunday mm-hmm. night to get mm-hmm. for a new episode. And I think we watched, uh, Westworld in little bursts. Yeah. Like we watched like, like the first two and then we watched a couple more and then right. three and then, yeah, totally. Um, all right, man. So speaking of HBO, <laughs> nice, right? Nice. Um, they're partnering with the WWE for an Andre the Giant documentary. Yeah. You know, the, <laughs> and honestly, I, I'm excited about this only because I love that was my era of of oh wrestling. yeah with Andre the Giant, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and Iron Sheik and Sergeant Slaughter, <laughs> all the racist characters. Oh my god! Um, uh, junkyard for, dog, the junkyard and, dog, the uh, British bulldogs. <laughs> Who's who are we forgetting? Macho Man Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk, yeah. Um, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but actually, and unfortunately, we just lost uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker recently, right? Um, just to, cause you know, the rock is very still heavily involved, um, and stuff, but, um, Andre the giant is such a, um, unique character. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, I mean, you have the big show and undertaker later, but he was still, he was larger than life. Yeah. And not only that, but he was actually able, I mean, he, he was fantastic in princess pride. He was, so, he um, was, I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great. They're actually also doing a movie about Paige, um, who was one of the, the, uh, WWE women. Um, and that's actually being done by The Rock is producing that. Is he really? Yeah. Interesting. And I don't know if he's going to star in it, but he's going to be producing it. Nice, dude. Uh, I love documentaries. I, I watch, love documentaries. I watch documentaries pretty much every night. Random documentaries. I just put one on and dive down a rabbit hole. And, yep. Um, and I would love to see this happen. So I'm excited about that. Um, so I, I'm only going to briefly talk about this, uh, Star Trek Discovery, which we've talked about is coming, the we TV have, show. Yes. Um, they have a really cool look for, um, for the Klingons. Oh, have really? Actually, I, I totally missed this article, but, uh, now that it's in our show notes, I will be posting these to, uh, to iTunes or to Pinterest. ITunes. Yeah. Pinterest. So check this out. So. Oh, wow. So what's kind of interesting about this is, you know, the Klingons got have, you know, the ridges on their forehead, right? The ridges right? on the forehead, right. Um, and most Klingons in all the other iterations of Star Trek had the hair that kind of flowed out from here and back. Right. And uh, from this picture, it looks like they are hairless and they've got, or they haven't added the hair yet, but the spines go all the way back. Yeah, they've got a, cool. a spine ridge going through the top of the head, plus yeah. their outfit is fantastic. Oh, those are sick. Yeah. It actually kind of reminds me of uh, a cross between Klingons and Sleezaks. If you remember the Sleezaks from uh, Land from of the Lost. Oh, well, that's a good pull, dude. Yeah. Wow, okay. So, right. yeah, that's kind of what they kind of remind me of. Of course, we're only seeing them from the back there. Yeah. So you can't tell if they have lizard eyes. And also, we're not 100% sure when this shot's taken. Either. Of course. So, yeah. But, I mean, I I like the attention to detail, and I think that's badass. Yeah. So. Anytime you can get makeup and, and, uh, and uh, costume design to look at uh, detail, it's fantastic. Well, and that's and that's a mark of the times, too. When, when they have a bigger budget and they can kind of do that stuff, I think that's important. So, Orphan Black, real quick, premiere date. Yeah, their their upcoming season five is their last season. Did they say that? Well, it says final season. Oh, I'm not happy about that. Um, so their final season premiere date is, date is going to be oh, Saturday, June 10th. I'm just sad. Um, I'm actually still. That's my daughter's birthday. Uh, yeah, I actually am stuck in season three. I'm a season and a half behind. Stuck as in? No, I just you know honestly, it's just gone off my radar. So I just ha- I need to go okay. back to it. Nope. We're no, no, uh, this is going to be a solo show from here on out. Um, we are no longer talking to Will because he is not up on Orphan Black. 
Okay, I will just say everyone has to watch Orphan Black because Tati Maslany is one of the most gifted actresses on TV. Yeah, no, for real though. I like, I'm mean, gonna, I give Will crap because he's not done with it, but, uh, the wife and I have watched them all. And if you have not watched Orphan Black, oh, boy, are you missing out? Yeah, check it out. It, uh, the, the main star is, is Tatiana Maslany and she was actually the runner up to Felicity Jones to play the Jen Erso character. Yeah. And we, we've seen her last couple years at, at, at Comic Con and she's just, just such a cool person but at the same time the the acting uh that she's able to do is ridiculous yeah not the orphan black panel this last year because she wasn't there but the orphan black panel yeah. two years ago at Comic Con. Yeah. um the first the first one at uh petco park um was fantastic she yeah. was there and the entire cast was fantastic indeed all right man let's get to movies uh wh- i saw this what the hell a lot of people don't realize jack nicholson had actually retired from acting well, makes sense. He's like a thousand. He is like a thousand, but he hadn't <laughs> done a movie since uh, 2010, I think was his last film. Um, but there's actually a brand new movie um, uh, that came out uh, uh, in Germany. It's a German film that came out this year called Tony Erdman. And it's actually up for best uh, best foreign film this year at the Oscars. Right. And it's basically about this old guy that like, it's weird. He's like playing. I heard the premise. I don't get it. Dude. No, it's really odd. but. He loved the movie so much they they're doing an American version, and it's going to be him with Kristen Wiig playing right. his daughter, which is awesome. But the premise of it, I heard on a podcast or something. It just it's just so random. Like it, it is it is fairly random. But evident, I mean, I have I have the movie. The I have Tony Urban on my computer, so I need to watch it before the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's saying it is hysterically good okay. and funny. Good. Well. I would love to see him back on the screen. I love Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack awesome. Nicholson's great. Yeah. Um, I only threw this in here because <laughs> this goes back to all the conversations we've had about Dragon Ball Z and anime. And, right. and uh, we just talked about manga earlier. Right. I think this is important. Sailor Moon is... <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this. Sailor Moon is going to do a live action musical and it's going to come straight to DVD. Now, if you're not familiar with Sailor Moon, holy crap. Are you leaving because of Sailor Moon? So I'm going to talk about Sailor Moon for a minute. I was not a a big Sailor Moon fan. I did watch a little bit of it, but there is a lot going on there that needs to be um, addressed, but also ignored. Okay. (laughs) I will tell you the only thing that I know about Sailor Moon is that I guess Sailor Moon has got the boom that makes you feel the wrong thing. Indeed. So let me tell you. Because of Bare Naked Ladies. That's the only thing I know. So I'm with you. Sailor Moon. Crazy. Is it crazy? It's there's a lot. Is it inappropriate but not? Inappropriate always, but <laughs> but never at the same time. That's awesome. The weird thing about anime, man, is you almost never know what age people are. So it's like you get these girls on screen and they, you know, they're all filled out, but you have no idea, you know, how old they are and what's going on. Exactly. And they're the supposed ten- to be playing high schoolers, but and, they and look like the, they're, you know. Until the tentacles come out from underneath okay. their skirts. Indeed. So, okay, actually, and I'm going to. Can we leave it at that? Cause it's gonna no, because I'm actually going to bring okay, this back to Swotor really quick. There's really? that, yeah, because there's that oh. one character on hmm. Narshada. When, okay. you, when you run into the girl and you have to go find her brother, the girl's like supposed to be like 10 or 11 years old and she's got the same body as like Kaleo. Indeed. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in this game? Well, we're going to lose our audience, so let's move on to past Sailor Moon, because most people don't even know what the hell we're talking about, which is right. great. Link in the show notes. Follow down the rabbit hole. Good. Production begins on Jurassic World sequel. 
Yeah, we we talked a few weeks ago about the pre-production starting, and the uh, the director had uh, posted that video to Instagram and Twitter of where like the uh, the Jurassic World construction helmet was flying through the air, and the Ver- Velociraptor was going after it. Right. Um. So th- that was great, but it's cool that they're really getting onto it now. And you know, they were basically waiting till uh, all of the Guardians of the Galaxy junket was done because they need have Chris to, Pratt. otherwise you don't have Pratt. Exactly. Lego Batman, and the reason I put this story in, the story I don't really care about. So Lego Batman director says the ending will affect uh, Lego Movie 2. Yeah, well, basically they're building their own universe, which, is which everybody wants. I mean, everybody's doing it. Um, I don't want people to be mad at me. I, I saw the Lego Batman movie a couple days ago. Yeah, I have not seen it yet, so don't spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. I saw it on Sunday, and I don't want to talk smack about it either. And it was fine. Right. I, you know, I, I love movies. You know, most, of, I don't come away from a movie and be like, oh, that was crap. I very rarely ever do that. Um, the movie was fine, but, and I'm going to leave it at that till you see it probably. But is it weird that I don't remember what the ending was? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how that's going to link to Lego movie too. Okay. That is a little weird. It's um, weird, but when you see it, you tell me. Yeah. The, the, the thing that I found interesting about the way that they were, um, clarifying how the universe is going to all be connected is that um it's the multiverse basically the the world within the lego verse that that we're seeing right like where batman talks and all that stuff yeah that is what's connected not necessarily the people putting them together although that may be connected as well okay all right well let's leave it at that you see the movie then we'll talk about next week yeah i'm hoping to see it this week so all right so I would never in, and people are going to be mad because we just talked about Sailor Moon. The only reason that this story is here is because of the issue that I'm having. Okay. Well, I'm going to follow up with it after it. Are you ready? Okay. So the the headline is 50 Shades Darker, stay with me, dominates Lego Movie and John Wick 2 in Thursday box office. Okay. So apparently this movie, okay. Beat a highly anticipated Lego movie. Yes. And John Wick 2. Yes. It wins. No. It didn't win. No. Oh, good. It won Thursday. But it didn't win the weekend? It did not win the weekend. Oh, thank God. Uh, it finished second to Lego Batman by a good chunk of change. Second? Um, John Wick was third, okay. which I kind of saw because John Wick is very um, cultish. Yeah, yeah, for in sure. its In its uh, following, yeah. right? Um. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like people expecting Blade Runner 2069 or whatever it is that's coming out yeah, to, yeah. to make like $400 million of box office. It's not going to happen. No. I mean, it'll probably get close to two, but it's such a specific audience it's tailored to. Very similar to John Wick 2. For sure. Okay. But Lego Batman, the reason why I totally understand the Fifty Shades Darker would have beat it on a Thursday night is because Thursday night you're only having 8 p.m. on later shows, whereas Lego Batman is a ton of kids. I got That you. you're not going to get on a Thursday night or even a Friday day. You're going to get them on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Well, I'm glad because every time I see the preview for that movie, I was like, what the hell am I looking at? And it's like, oh, that's why. No, every time I... Every time I see anything about Fifty Shades of Grey, the whole series, it's that it started off as Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. Um, uh, E.L. Grey, who wrote the book, I think it's E.L. Grey, uh, wrote the books. She started, actually started off as basically like BDSM mm-hmm. Twilight fan fiction and then just changed the names and sold the rights and Crazy. sold the books. Crazy. Well, 
that's the most I ever want to talk about anything Fifty Shades. I know, right? Are we good? We're we're good. All right, man. Let's move on. Um, Predator is yeah, going to start filming. Yeah, we have a couple of release dates here, and uh, uh, Shane Black, who's uh, doing Predator, Shane Black is probably most well known because he did Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. I uh, did a great job uh, oh, doing I like that. that movie. Um, and so he's doing the the new re- uh, Predator reboot. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be starting filming, and it looks like it's going to be coming out. Well, it looks like the filming. Oh, let me find it. Uh, we filming February. Start filming February twenty fourth. Cool. Um, yeah, February twenty fourth. So I next week. I, I don't think they have a release date for the film yet. I think it's. I, I think see. it's a uh, uh, early twenty eighteen. But yeah. I'm not positive. Cool. Um, and then we actually just got a, uh, a finalized release date for the <laughs> new Halloween sequel. Um, which I actually watch those movies. <laughs> this is a sequel to the reboot. Um, but they actually brought in good writers. So I'm, you know, I'm hesitantly optimistic for this, especially since John Carpenter is actually on board with it. Um, he's actually excited about it and it looks like he will be directing it. Right. And John Carpenter directed the original one. Right. And not only did he direct the original one, but he wrote the music for it. No way. So if you remember the music from Halloween, the, no, I don't, I don't um, watch it. It's iconic. Well, it's iconic. And he did a really good job doing that. Well, he actually said he's so on board with this project that he wants to do the music, too. Nice. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Trailers. Oh, it's trailer time. It is trailer time. Uh, And we've got uh, basically four trailers to watch. I'm just going to call this episode trailer time. Trailer time. That's that's misleading, kind of. Um, But we, Marshall and I have one of our favorite shows ever. Can we end with that? Yeah, we'll end with that one. Okay, okay. so we're going to skip that one. Uh, we talked about uh, Ghost in the Shell um, a couple weeks ago when we showed the first trailer with um, Scarlett Johansson doing that famous backward swan drive. Right. Um, it, which looks fantastic, but they have a new trailer, and we are just about to watch that in just a moment. Okay, so I think I, if that is successful, I feel like... Taking awesome anime and turning it into awesome movies is going to be more commonplace. It's going to be badass, dude. Well, the hard thing about it is that, you know, sometimes the technology can't live up to being able to right. do what you can see in, in anime. Right. Um, for instance, what I thought was fantastic was when they're doing the mind hacking and then that character pops up on its legs and scurries backwards. Exactly. Oh, my God. That was creepy. And super gross. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Wait, did I say gross? Gross. All right, so the next one we're going to watch is called The House, and this is oh, the... No, I don't, don't want to click it. And this is the new movie with uh, Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Kristen Wiig, I believe. If they mess with that, this is what they're going to get. <laughs> He's like, <"Ooh." laughs> I love that. That looked so funny, and it had Nick Kroll from The League, too. Yeah, I'm in, dude. That's that's awesome. And we're going to touch base really quick with JT. He said that yep. uh, Disney does the internal focus group showing for all their movies since uh, Iron Man. And Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is the first one to get a 10 out of 10. Right? Makes that's, sense to that's me. That's awesome. Thanks for that info, JT. What is this? Do we want to watch this? Uh, this is uh, the last trailer that I put in here. And this one's called Beguiled. And it's with uh, Colin Farrell and uh, Nicole Kidman and one other person. I'm drawing Nicole Blank. Kidman still acting? Uh, yeah. Joking. Sort of. Only half joking. Did they chain that dude up or something? It, to me, it's almost looking like... Like kind of like Misery? Misery, yes. What? It's like Misery meets Cold Mountain or it's something. It's like Misery with hella chicks instead of just one? I know, right? <laughs> Alright, let's get to the good one, dude. Um, yeah, so ready? now, Marshall and I have one of our favorite shows is Archer, and if you're not watching Archer from 
Episode one. Well, not only you're not having a fun, but you're, so you're just what are blowing we it. You're definitely blowing it. So, here we go. You're welcome. Archer <laughs> Dreamland premieres Wednesday, April 5th at 10. Coming oh, to man. FX. Oh, God, I love that show. 10. I tell you. So, what do you, I mean, are they going to time travel? Or are they just picking eras now? No, actually, I know exactly what's happening. Oh, good. Um, tell me. Well, spoilers, but no. <laughs> if you watch the end of last season, um, Archer got shot. Yeah. Remember? And he went into the pool. Well, that's where it, it stopped. That's where the cliffhanger was. In this cliffhanger, he's in a coma, and he's imagining all this in his Ooh, head. Oh, badass. I love it. Because, I you know, they're it. they're based in L.A. now with their detective right. agency, so he basically takes that premise and just puts him back in the 1940s film noir era. Sweet. Um, which is fantastic. But did you, And that's the reason why you see Barry there. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wait, yeah. he's not there. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be great, man. Yeah, no, I love it, and it's uh, only a couple more months, or next month. Is it March? Uh, things are happening, you know? I can't wait. Well, usually, we used to come out in January, so I'm like, what the hell? Right. Now we're back to, what, March? March or comes out? something, yeah, I don't something know. Like All right, so you have some one-shot stuff in here. Yeah, well, uh, Free Comic Week Day is coming up May 6th, so be sure to go and see your local comic book shops. But Marvel has come out. The first thing that they announced was that they're going to be doing a free comic book uh, for the all-new Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. But the big one is is that the next big event in Marvel is going to be Secret Empire. And, uh, you know, the the newest um, Captain America run has been dealing with um, however it happens, how uh, Steve Rogers is actually a member of HYDRA. Right, which I have all the comics, haven't read. Yeah, well, in the uh, latest cover, it actually shows... The Captain America outfit ripped, and he's wearing a Hydra outfit underneath. Oh, that's badass. Which looks pretty darn cool. But the first issue they're going to be doing for Comic Book Day is going to be the first issue of Secret Empire, nice. which kind of is the ne- the beginning, culmination of that and beginning of the next big event. Cool, man. Um, so those are the two big ones coming out for Marvel. And we'll get more news on what other oh, yeah. things, like uh, what um, Image and DC and, yeah. and all the other ones, Boom, and all the other big ones are doing. We'll get all that stuff. So um, what I did this week, which was different... Is I added Netflix to our Universal Usual, which we're going to get to here in a second. And since we were just doing trailers, we I I decided to throw a couple teasers at the top of this. Very one is one of my favorite shows ever. Yes, and that's Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And it's a quick little teaser, but um, I don't know if anybody watches this show. If you haven't, it's flipping hilarious. It's on Netflix. It's it's wonderful. Uh, so we'll just watch a quick little deal of this and uh, move on. Titus. Damn it. It's a miracle. They alive. Damn it. None of that would make any sense if you haven't watched it. No, the whole premise of the show is that Kimmy Schmidt is a woman who had been kidnapped and she lived in an underground bunker held by John Hamm for, what was it, like 14 years or something? chunk, yeah. And they finally get out. And uh, so she's like, it's hilarious. Yeah. They're called the Mole Women. The Mole Women. (laughs) Bill Nye is coming back to Netflix. So he's got a... (laughs) So Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, I'm actually a fan of his. Um, oh, I love him. He's on with uh, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson all the time. Um, awesome dude. Uh, he has a show. Um, it's a talk show on that's uh, coming to Netflix, and that's gonna be badass. We have a link in the show notes for that. Awesome. I'm excited. Um, and if you're a, a big uh, Bill Nye fan, uh, you have to go to the YouTube channel for Epic Rap Battles of History. Because uh, back in, I think, season three, they had a Bill Nye versus 
um, Isaac Newton with Weird Al, Weird Al Yankovic doing Isaac Newton. Right. It's pretty funny. All right. The last thing on Netflix. This blew my mind, dude. Have you heard about this yet? Uh, I just did. And Steve, you better listen up. All right. So it looks like Warren Ellis, who is obviously a comic book of comic book fame. Very famous. Um, he is going to bring Castlevania, an animated series to Netflix. Yeah, Castlevania is a great. I love Castlevania, uh, dude. Uh, you know, and actually, you know, I loved Castlevania, but I also loved. Uh, was it Ghouls and Goblins? Yeah, where you had the <laughs> Ghouls g- and Ghosts, Ghosts and Goblins. I don't it's, know where the the damn knight kept losing his yeah, suit yeah. of armor. When you, when you get hit, you lose your armor. Which we'll is but no, Castlevania was fantastic. Yeah. Um, where you whipped the bats and oh, yeah, the candelabras yeah. and everything. Oh. Um, this is fantastic. So, yeah. yeah, I love Castlevania. And I can't wait to hear more about this. But that's that's pretty much all we have right now is that it's going to be animated. It's coming to Netflix, which is going to be badass. Um, let's get to DCEU, dude. Um, we have some uh, – let's start with this. Yeah, there's a there's a new show uh, coming out. And it's not part going to be part of Berlantiverse. But it's been optioned uh, from DC. It's a DC uh, – um, well, what's the Vertigo comic mm. um, called Scalped? And it's about a Native American. Oh, that's cool. And it's been optioned by the WGN, which is out of Chicago. And they're most recently famous because they did uh, Salem and a couple other things. Nice. Um, but they've cast Lily Gladstone in it, and she's an up-and-coming actress. And uh, it does look pretty darn interesting. Sweet. Um, we also have uh, – <laughs> oh. I don't know about this, dude. Because there's a whole bunch of drama around this right now. I don't know if you've heard. Well, there's a whole bunch of drama going around Suicide Squad 2, very much like Deadpool 2. Yeah. So the main thing right now is who's going to direct it. Right. Okay. So we've got a short list. We've also got a juggernaut on the list. Wow. Really? The juggernaut on the list is Mel Gibson. Holy crap. Yeah. So Mel Gibson is the most controversial name on the list. So... Him aside, we also have. I mean, well, really quick, he's definitely gotten a lot of cred back because he's nominated for an Oscar sure. for Hacksaw Ridge. Sure, but he's still living down the whole sugar tits thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so we have. Uh, so according to Variety, Warner Brothers is considering Ruben Fleischer from Zombieland, uh, Good da- Daniel Espinoza from Safe House, uh, Jonathan Levine, Levine or Levine from Warm Bodies. Oh, good choice. Um, and Warner Brothers has either had meetings with these directors or is planning to meet them in the near future. And the chosen director will please replace David Iyer, um, who is going to will instead be directing Harley Quinn, which is a spinoff of that Gotham right. series, right? So the, yeah, the uh, Gotham City Sirens. Right, 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 right. So what's crazy though about all this is that Mel Gibson is still in the loop here, okay, and. He's controversial for obviously a myriad, reasons, a myriad yeah. of reasons, but, um, it says he's have recently attempted to clear his name, um, because of Hacksaw Ridge while adding his name to the project would create an interesting partnership and make the sequel even more unique. Doing so would easily create a division among fans in the previous film. So, yeah, well, I think that they are, if the film had done better, I think they'd be, <laughs> be able to get away with that a little bit more. Yeah. I think what they're basically trying to do is they're trying to go. To bring in a really, I mean, as much as you, what you can say about Mel Gibson, he's a talented director. Mm. Um, but, you know, very similar to what Marvel did when they brought in Kenneth Branagh to do Thor. Right. Okay. You know, somebody you would totally would not think to do superhero film until he brought a different sensibility to it. Yeah. Which I thought was really good. Now, um, having said that, my choice would be the guy who did Zombieland. 
And the main reason is one, Zombieland is fantastic. Yeah. But two, just the way it was filmed with the, um, the words coming up on screen. And yeah. And I know it's not an uncommon thing, but just his style is already in, in sync with you, what you're going to style would work for. Exactly. The there would be very little change you would have to do. Mm. I like that. Um, so moving past that to more controversy in the DCEU, we have the Batman. Okay. Now, the biggest story around this right now is that there is a heavy rumor out that Ben Affleck doesn't even want to be the Batman anymore. It is a heavy cowl to wear. I yeah. mean, I'm, I will yeah. say that. Yeah. Well, well said, sir. Thank you. Um, he's already <laughs> dropped off from being the director. Yeah. Um, they're already said they're redoing the script, right. whether he's involved or not. But they're basically scrapping the one that he wrote with Jeff Johns. So if they're scrapping it, he could probably bow out. Is right. What you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, on to, and actually, I didn't put this in there, mm. but uh, Joe Mangione has been cast in to play uh, Deathstroke, is saying that he might leave and not be Deathstroke and actually go over to The Rock's Rampage. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So there's a whole bunch up in the air going with uh, with the Batman. I almost. Do you almost kind of want this not to happen at all? Um, like I honestly feel like like. It doesn't need to if they're going to keep doing DC films with Batman in it. Then they can just bring Affleck here, here and there, but not have him featured in like a film. Like they did in Suicide Squad. Yeah, and exactly. And Justice League. Like he shows up for, you know, two minutes. Right. Call it a day. Um, I think that'll take a lot of pressure off of Ben Affleck. I think it was a lot of pressure for him to take upon himself to direct, write, and star in it. Um, but I think he thought it was going to be better. I think he thought it was going to do better, maybe. Yeah, but I and I'm I just don't know. I I think he was having an issue with the script, right? And as much as Jeff Johns would help him out, I, what I think the problem is, is that what does all this boil down to? You need a good story, and they're putting the car before the horse. They're naming a new director already. All this stuff, and I'm like, get a damn script first, right? 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 So, um, it, what it's reminding me a lot of is when they kept trying to do Indiana Jones four. Right, because you had uh, you had uh, Frank Darabont wrote a script. You had M Night Shyamalan wrote a script. <laughs> All these famous directors and writers wrote scripts, and they just couldn't get the same. But they kept saying, "Oh, it's in the works. It's in the works." Just drop all the drama with it. You don't necessarily have to put an art cloud every day right. about this crap. Get a script. Get something done. Get it going, and then go from there. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so it looks like they did get a director. Yes. Matt Reeves? Yes. His most famous directorial ro roles are Cloverfield and War of the Planet of the Apes. Right. Well, he did War of the Planet. He also did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, so he did the the first two. Cool. Uh, he's not doing the recent one, I, or the newest one, I don't believe. Right. Um, That's what it says down here. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely agree with JT that Warner Brothers needs better writers. Um, that would help. They, they need Get the stories down. Yeah. Well, like he said, uh, like JT is saying, the, they, they have the best writers at Warner Brothers Animation. Pull them up and use them. Um, or do what Marvel did. They developed their own in-house, uh, like, uh, writing school. Yeah. And they're pulling their writers from there. I mean, pull your talent, get them together, and get them writing. Yes. That's what you do. That's how you develop stories. You know? Absolutely. You know, a couple people have some good ideas. You, you, you work from there and you move on, you know? Yes. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll keep following this development. I I don't know what else to say about it to be honest with you. Um, but we also have some Disney news. Yeah, Disney has finally started production on their uh, Mary Poppins sequel, which is fantastic because I'm a huge fan of Emily Blunt, um, and she's taking over the role of Mary Poppins. Um, ben Whishaw is in it um, as uh, Michael Banks. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people know him as Q, and he's the front runner for the new Doctor. 
Um, but uh, my favorite part about it is, besides Emily Blunt, is that Lin-Manuel Miranda is in it and he's doing a lot of the music. Um, so it's great that they're starting production. For sure. Uh, let's get to some Logan news. I don't... <clears throat> okay. I'm going to nutshell this whole thing. Yes. First of all, Hugh Jackman, not coming back ever again as Wolverine. Right. Is He's confirmed it. I have Which a link in the show no notes. No Wolverine Deadpool, no Wolverine in the X-Factor, nope. X, uh, X nothing. He's basically saying I'm done. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. He's getting on 50 now. It's, mm-hmm. it's only so much he can stay ripped like that and enjoy it. Right. Um, Patrick Stewart, still up for more X-Men movies. Which makes sense because they've already talked about how they're going to have uh, Xavier in uh, The New Mutants. Uh, that one, I believe, is going to be McAvoy, though. But how great would it be is if they pulled him into Legion? Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, because if you haven't watched Legion yet, um, it's definitely kind of twisted. Um, I enjoyed it. I haven't watched the second episode yet, but I did watch the pilot. Um, but Legion is obviously connected to uh, the Xavier character. So if they decide to follow the comic a little bit more, then they can definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, okay. First of all, Patrick Stewart, is he a thousand? He's pretty up there. Or is that just me? But of course, so is uh, Ian McKellen. Doing, no, no. Uh, both you know. of them are in their late 70s. Middle early late 80s. 70s, I, think. I think middle late 70s. Okay. Um, I love them. Both of them. Uh, Patrick Stewart, anything he wants to be in. I'm a huge Patrick. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, Captain Picard fan. Yeah. Like, that's my boy right there. I, I you know, if he's going to do it, I'm going to watch it. Um, and so there's this story in here, and I don't know if we want to even cover this, but. There were some mutant cameos that were cut from Logan. And really the idea is that Logan was too, was very dark and not mutant heavy outside of what was going on with right. them. So it didn't make much sense to be like, Hey, here's also this other mutant. They're trying to you go know? much more real world and exactly. much more based around him. Right. So it makes sense. Yes. Uh, let's get a Deadpool. Uh, there's some, I, and I'm just, so there's a link in here that talks about Domino. And there is a breakdown for what that character is going to be. Right. And apparently this character is all ethnicities or no ethnicities or something like that. Like it's, I don't know much about this particular character. Neither do I. But, um, let me, let me open this up so I don't have to be that guy right now. Um, it says that they're looking for a female, all ethnicities, late twenties, early thirties, sexy, lithe, and athletic, witty personality. Um, Nina, which is the character's name, has a no-nonsense badass who, uh, rarely shows her feelings, um, highly capable, supremely confident, and armored in well armor. Uh, and br- bulletproof sarcasm, haha. So, anyway, and that continues for a little bit. So, really, they just are releasing that, and I don't think they have any actresses, um, in mind necessarily, except for these couple. So, it says, casting of Domino, reportedly both Sienna Miller, Sienna? I'm going to butcher all these names. Yeah, Sienna Miller, she was in, um, uh, well, she was married to Jude Law for a long time. Oh, okay. She got her big break in Factory Girl about, um, Andy Warhol's, uh, obsession with, um, Edie Sedgwick, Mm -hmm. but, um... She was probably most well known to comic book fans. She was in G.I. Joe as uh, the Baroness. Nice. So, Sienna Miller and uh, Guju Mithra have passed on the role. Actress Carrie Washington, currently starring in the popular nighttime drama Scandal, is testing for the role. Yeah, she's actually uh, um, 
a big front runner, and people are actually doing full, uh, uh, fan art right now to see how she would look in it. Okay. Washington would be on the older age range, and she's uh, 40 years old. Will Miller and Mitha Ra are both in their mid-30s. They're just testing. They have no idea as of right now. No, of course not. Which which is fine. No, which is what you want because they don't have a script yet. Right. Well, you have to you have to have a script, as we've talked about before. So X Men, going to X Men News, Sophie Turner confirms she has a new X Men uh movie filming soon. Yeah, well this is uh uh what's it called? This is the Phoenix one we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, well yeah, that's what the rumor is. Mm. Um but the, it's big that she confirms it and it and um the the woman who plays uh Storm has also confirmed. Yeah, and this is the one that uh is either Supernova or Dark Phoenix. Supernova, like that's that. the word I was looking yeah, for. Totally. Um and actually I didn't put this in here and it doesn't quite fit in with X Men, but Sophie Turner actually had another interview. Um and it was connect it was this interview. Um but she referenced a little bit later is that she uh, had just wrapped uh season seven of um, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and she's let it slip that she's after she does X Men, she's going to be coming back for season eight of Game of Thrones. So uh, that's a little spoiler that it looks like uh, she Sam Stark survives season seven. <laughs> Thanks. Spoiler alert. Thanks, Sophie. Jeez. Anyway, um, Captain Marvel. Just a, a couple quick things actually about Captain Marvel. Um, room. Uh, it's going to be filming early next year. Yes. And Brie Larson um has an article. Well, the, there's a conversation with Brie Larson talking about the responsibility of playing playing Marvel's first female lead. We've talked about this enough to where I don't need to dive into that. But right, it's it's important because we've talked about why they're waiting so long. What happened to Scarlet? Um. Uh, Black Widow, right? I, I said Scarlet. I almost said Scarlet Witch, Witch yeah. but I meant Scarlet Johansson playing, playing Black, Black Widow. Widow. Um, but yeah, man, I this is really interesting to me. Like, I, I want this to happen sooner rather than later. But I agree. But you know what? Actually, I find the most interesting about this is we weren't having as many of these questions about Gal Gadot playing it's Wonder true. Woman. It's true. Because I and honestly, it's not nothing against Gal Gadot because she's fantastic and beautiful and kick ass. I'll say. But it's um I think it's the fact that the the Wonder Woman character itself, I mean she's an Amazonian. Indeed. Uh, I don't want to say mannish, but she's larger she's literally larger than life like like uh under the giant, but she's I mean not that big, but you know what I mean. Right. But it has that certain connotation of she's also been around forever right i mean she's been around since the 40s and um whereas captain marvel she's much more recent um and the way she looks also much more feminine in that sort of thing and so i think it's it it, they're kind of by pandering to it this way it's almost doing it a disservice yeah i hear you man um infinity war yes so it looks like so thanos creator jim starlin um, kind of wants to get in on all the fun. <laughs> uh, why wouldn't he? Well, but well, I mean, he's going to be making money from it regardless. Well, sure. And, and they talk about how he's made money. Um, some of his other characters have made good money too. Right. But because Infinity War is coming up and Thanos is so prominent, um, there's some talk that he might get a Stan Lee like cam. Uh, yeah. So it, it looks like he might get a Stan Lee type cameo. Um, which would be very cool. Um, it just, uh, you know, we'll just see how it goes because, you know, at this point, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love Stan Lee, and I think his uh, contribution to the industry has been incredibly fantastic. Um, but it's almost getting to the point where, like, his cameos are overshadowing him. Um, and I just hope they, you know, I almost like the way that Star Wars does it, where, you know, like we had Ryan Johnson in Rogue One, we're going to have Gareth Edwards in in um, uh, The Last Jedi. And 
how uh, Tom Hardy is going to be in this one. And we had, you know, it's much more below the radar. You know what I mean? I don't need the cameo shoved in my face. That's a good point. And also, um, sorry, uh, you know, Stan Lee's 94. Yes, he is. You know, and... All we need is for him to fall down the stairs. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I get that they want him to do this stuff, but... Um, and, and I want Jim Starlin to get, get what's coming to him and, and maybe get into that. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. You know? give, give him credit. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, the cameo thing, you gotta be careful, man. I mean, these guys are getting old. Yeah. Um, well, absolutely. But I, I think, it, you know, have, give him a cameo in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I think it deserves it makes it. sense. Why not? Yeah. Make, yeah. It totally makes sense. I mean, not in every movie going forward, but, no. you know, <laughs> or any mention of Thanos is like, Hey, here's my cameo, you know? Um, right. it makes more sense that Stan Lee's in every one of these movies. Yes. You know? Um, so Tom Holland is also confirmed for Infinity War. Yeah, I mean, we'd already known that he was probably going to be in it, but now it's actually confirmed that he's, you know, he's going to be doing his filming and all that stuff. There's also an official featurette, which I haven't watched yet, which featurettes are usually on the longer side. Yeah, I think it was like eight minutes. Yeah, I think we'll skip it this week and come back to it next week. Yeah, but it is, um, available through our, uh, show notes. So make sure you take a look at that. I'm sure you can also find it on, on iTunes. Uh, there is quite a few. It's, it's getting a lot of buzz. Ant-Man. And the Wasp is going to be begin pre-production in Atlanta soon. Also, I mean, it just makes sense. It's the next thing on the list. Well, and it's exciting because, uh, and the only reason I really put this in there because it's a non-story, but I put this in there because I really liked Ant Man. <laughs> oh, Ant Man was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed Ant Man, and I'm really looking forward to Ant Man and the Wasp. There's a lot of people out there saying like, "Oh, it's just mediocre film, whatever." But I maybe it's my humor style. Maybe no, it's, Paul Red, Michael Pena yeah. makes it. Anyway, overall, great movie. So, um, I would like to, I, I'm very excited about that. So, Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, uh, kind of came out. There's a story. Let me, let me see if I can. I was trying to do it off memory, but she was basically trying to say why the film hasn't happened yet. And oh, she was speaking with Total Film about Ghost in the Dark, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Got it. So she's talking about Ghost in the Shell and she's saying, well, look, if she's going to do a role, she needs to be fully committed to the role, you know? And she needs to not have this other stuff in the way. And there has to be a good story and everything else, too. And it all comes just, down to story. Yeah, and it's just not there yet. And and I like that Marvel is doing this because they're not just going to be like, let's throw something together for Scarlett Johansson. So right, it totally does a movie. disservice to the character. Exactly. So I think that's important. Uh, let's move on to our last couple of things, dude. Inhumans, um, there is a working title. And we haven't talked about Inhumans in a while. Uh, we talked when they when they named the that guy as the director. Yeah, so they're calling it Project Next, <laughs> which is kind of a little on the nose. This is kind of right on it, um, and you know that's pretty much it. Well, what I love about this is the whole way that they're going about in humans is that they're doing the two oh, hour Hawaii. Pre- Sorry, uh, cool that they're doing the big two hour premiere for uh, IMAX, and then it's uh, uh, going to be followed up by the TV series. Indeed, I think it's a fantastic way to do it. All right, so let's get to our last couple of things before we get to our main thing, and then we'll get out of here. Yes. I mean, we're not, we're, we'll be here five more minutes, but convention news. SDCC 2017 registration, we, we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Ad hoc. Still not a thing. <laughs> no, but they've said it's. It's okay. So the, the link I have in here is a tweet that says they're working really hard at getting things ready for registration. That's it. That's it. <laughs> 
But and, well, and they, I mean, as your next story points out, they also have uh, started releasing the rules and the entry form for the masquerade, which is indeed one of the biggest things every year. Right. Um, I'm never going to it. No, but it's huge. If you're into cosplay, that's your thing. And one of the other things I wanted to say too is because they haven't nailed down registration, all the stuff yet. If you are even kind of interested in San Diego Comic Con right now, get your member ID. Get your member ID squared away. Go to the website, sign up, register. It takes like two seconds. It's easy. Make that happen. Um, the rules, entry form and rules for 2017, um, the masquerade, like Will was saying, is already going. Outland, Outlander is coming back. Cool. Which that's, is that's always a, fun. Yeah. Out on the, out on the, uh, in the gas lamp. Um, and then I have a stupid thing in here with the chairs in Hall H. I was talking to Will the other night, um, and he didn't know because he had never been. You never. Yeah, been I've Hall never H. actually been inside Hall H, so I thought it was like movie theater style seating. No, and Hall H is the biggest room, uh, panel room for San Diego Comic Con. But you got to remember, this is a convention. It is. So it's it's something that they have to be able to break down and put back together. And so they're folding chairs. <laughs> yeah. And actually, you know, the, the biggest uh, room that I'd been in was the Indigo Ballroom. And they're right? folding chairs. And they're folding chairs. I don't know why I didn't put two and two together. With... So there's a link in here to a tweet of somebody in charge of buying stuff for uh, Hall H. Uh, they have more comfortable chairs now. Yeah, approved like, and like bought. Have, looks like they have some padding. <laughs> there's a little padding. Because people, what they do for Hall H is they camp out all night and then they sit in there all day. Yeah. And so if you're sitting in a folding chair, how many times do you think you have to get up before you, you know, your ass falls asleep exactly. or whatever, you know? So I think that's important. Um, real quick, uh, in merchandise, Mattel is debuting their Wonder Woman toy line. We have a link in the show notes for that, which is badass. Yep. Check those out. It, it looks super sick. So let's get to our last thing, dude. Um, that I really want to talk about that we missed last week somehow. Uh, Smod news. Yeah, we normally when we uh, lately when we've been talking about Kevin Smith, it's been in relation to his work with Berlantiverse. Yeah. Um, this actually has absolutely nothing to do with that. Well, he's you know he's directed uh, Goldberg's Flash and Supergirl, Supergirl recently. Yes. So, um, the main thing right now is if you g- check the la- latest episode of of Smodcast and he, Hollywood Babylon and Hollywood Babylon, he talks about this story. What a year or two ago, he talked about okay. I wrote the script for Clerks 3, and I'm ready for Mallrats 2. Which he was going to call Mallbrats. Right. So he's getting ready for these things, and in the course of these last couple podcasts, he talks about how those things fell apart, and which is sad because, honestly, the Clerks, Clerks 3 fell apart because one of the four main guys decided, and again, listen to the podcast, I, I, I don't do it justice, but... One of the four guys decided he wasn't going to do it. Yeah, which means it's got to be Brian O'Halloran or... Um, it's one of the two. Yeah. He he decided he was going to do it, and then he backed out, and then the whole thing falls apart. Yeah, because if you don't have... You, you can't recast it. Right. And so in Mallrats, it just never got picked up. Like yeah, he he wrote the 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 uh, the treatise for it in the uh, the the spec script and and uh, shopped it around yeah. to you know Amazon and Hulu and Netflix and just nobody picked it up. And see that kind of bummed me out because I would really like to see that as as a Netflix. Well, especially or since something. I mean it's 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 really you know late teens, early twenties characters. Yeah, and I mean especially with like you know Supernatural and mm. Riverdale and. You're oh, totally Riverdale's looking, yeah. You're awesome. totally looking at these sort of things in that age range. Right. Why not do it? So next week, I want to talk about Riverdale. Yes, Riverdale is good if <laughs> you haven't sure. watched it. Um, oh, we're giving you guys a heads up. Uh, so I have links in the show notes that that 
kind of go that segment this. But really what I want to focus on um, tonight is that he, the latest episode of Smodcast, he sits down with Jason Muse and yes. talks about what they will be going forward with. And it's a Jane Silent Bob reboot. sequel reboot. It's called Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Yeah, it's a sequel, but it's called the Jane Silent Bob Reboot because the premise of the story, if you remember the first Jane Silent Bob movie, they had to get to Hollywood to stop the filming of Blunt Man and Chronic because they didn't want Hollywood people making money off their likenesses. Right. And so this one is uh, they want to go basically stop a reboot of Jay and Silent Bob with the wrong characters and all the stuff. I mean, I'm, yeah, basically the Hollywood Hollywood in this again is doing a reboot of Blunt Man and Chronic. So it's a satire almost of reboots in Hollywood, yes. which is pretty cool. And basically, um, he had been down for the last you know couple months about these projects falling apart. Yeah. So he's written this in less than a month. Yeah. Um, and he shopped it around. He's had people read it. And from what I understand from Smodcast and, and Babylon is that, um, you know, but again, the, 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 the script is solid and, and he's excited about it and he's going forward with it. Yeah. Well, so. he also says that, um, um, Miramax is, yeah. uh, is looking at it, which is, that's where he started. Totally. Granted, the Weinsteins aren't in charge of it anymore. Um, right. and Disney doesn't own it anymore, but. Miramax is where he got to start. Well, one of the things too, uh, he was saying about the other things that fell through and why he's not doing like Chasing Amy. He doesn't own those things. Not anymore. He no. doesn't own Chasing Amy. He doesn't own, um, what's the other one? Uh, Mall Rats. Mall Rats. He doesn't own Clerks. He doesn't own those. Yeah. He only owns Dogma and later. Right. So I, I, I think this is the right choice and I think that it's going to be a lot of fun if he, if he can pull it off. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, it's like one of those things where when you saw Jane and Silent Bob the first time, you're like, Oh my God, this is like crap compared to, but then you, the more you watch it, like you realize movie. how brilliant George Carlin is, is yeah. in it and how brilliant, uh, um, you see Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher is and, and everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I still can't get over the whole Goodwill hunting to hunting right. season oh, with so Ben good. Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> I mean, the whole line is like, so you do the safe movie and then you do the risky movie. Safe. <laughs> and then sometimes you've got to do the movie to pay your buddy back. Right. And then they look at the camera. Look, it's that fourth wall breaking. It's that kind of stuff that I just love. Um, so, sauce, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, at the end of our show here, I just want to say I'm excited about that. He's going to be making another movie that's in what we, what we know is the VSQ universe. Yeah. The VSQ universe. Uh, and don't forget, he's still going to be doing moose jaws. Sure. Um, and that's, that's totally fine, yeah. but I'm, I'm glad I've been thinking about clerks and I've been thinking about mall rats, but I'm glad. Yeah. I wanted him to go back to the something. well. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so best of luck, Mr. Smith. Yes. We, we will see you at the next comic con. Right? Yes, we will. <laughs> or so, as he says, the comic con, the comic con. So, uh, thanks for tuning in the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com. Email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. <laughs> I'm at Dog Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, and Google Play. Give us a positive rating, like us, share us, and all that. Um, if you want to support the show, give us a buck or two an episode, patreon.com slash usual podcast. Um, you get our blooper reels, you get the show a couple days early. It's definitely a way to help us out and, um, support all our shenanigans. And don't forget audibletrial.com slash the usual podcast. Check out Indeed. the aftermath books and see if the recent Snoke rumor could possibly be true. Indeed. If you want to help us out in a bigger way, fit you, 
if you sign up for audibletrial.com slash use podcast, you know, we get 15 bones. Absolutely. And also don't forget to dress up your SWOTOR character in your favorite superhero outfit. Uh, take a picture of it, send it to us at the usual podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter with the hashtag SWOTOR superhero and see Indeed. if you can win yourself a crate or some, uh, some subscription. You'll time. probably win some stuff. Yeah, you will. Indeed. Um, so man, um, we are headed into a little quick vacation time, which is kind of nice. So nice. <laughs> um, anything you want to say to the people? I just want to make sure that everybody else this week has a fun. Yeah. Have fun. Do it right. Do it right. We'll see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>